Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Bud, where we speak with entrepreneurs, investors, thought leaders, researchers, advocates, and policymakers who are finding new and exciting ways for cannabis to positively impact business, society, and culture. And now, here is your host, business coach, Bruce Eckfeldt. Are you a CEO looking to scale your company faster and easier? Check out Thrive Roundtable. Thrive combines a moderated peer group mastermind, expert one-on-one coaching, access to proven growth tools, and a 24-7 support community. Created by Inc. award-winning CEO and certified scaling-up business coach Bruce Eckfeldt, Thrive will help you grow your business more quickly and with less drama. For details on the program, visit Eckfeldt.com slash thrive. That's E-C-K-F-E-L-D-T dot com slash thrive. Welcome, everyone. This is Thinking Outside the Bud. I'm Bruce Eckfeldt. I'm your host. And our guest today is Kirk Evans. He is co-founder and creative director of Sherpa, and they are a cannabis-focused design, marketing, branding agency. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. It's a fascinating space, the whole situation we're in in cannabis with legal structure, the legal situation we're in, federal and states uh, makes marketing and advertising and getting word out there actually quite interesting. So I'm excited for this conversation. With that, Kirk, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me, Bruce. Appreciate your time. Yeah. Well, so let's learn a little bit more about you and your background and tell us a little bit about Sherpa and then we can we can kind of get into the, the meat of it here. What's the story? How did you get into cannabis? How did you start Sherpa? Sure. So um, about four years ago, me and my business partner, Tom, both left our corporate jobs and decided to start a web design agency. My background being in graphic design and web design and his background being in technical SEO. And shortly after we started, we were approached by an Oregon dispensary to build a website for them and and kind of had this, you know, light bulb Excelsior moment where, you know, cannabis had been something that I had been an advocate for for a long time. And 
you know, I just kind of turned to Tom and said, Hey, maybe we should just focus on, on this niche industry that's, that's up and coming and, and work with these kinds of clients. So four years later, here we are and, and still, still plugging along, doing well and excited for the future of this industry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a fascinating space to be in. So I guess help help people understand why some of these things are challenging. I mean, we, given given cannabis and and the laws and stuff like that, how does it impact kind of branding, brand strategy, um, marketing, advertising, SEO? What are what are some of the the challenges you end up grappling with when you get into this space? Yeah, I would say first and foremost, uh, one of the big challenges that we faced over over the last four years is really trying to destigmatize cannabis through design. Yeah. You know, I think if you talk to anybody in middle America that that has been around less of cannabis culture, you know, their their idea of what cannabis brands look like or what cannabis users identify with, you know, goes to the old tropes of tie dye and bubbly letters and, and <laughs> things like that. So, you know, that that's been kind of the first and foremost challenge for us has been to um, sort of move towards more traditional corporate type branding, um, but also, you know, how do you set yourself apart when there's thousands of brands? So that's really the challenge that we face regularly. And then, you know, certainly from a marketing perspective, it's there are a lot of obvious regulations and, and things that you can't do as a cannabis business that other more traditional businesses are able to do. So finding ways to to promote your brand, promote brands has been you know, it's it's always changing. There seem to be new laws and, and new you know terms and conditions on social media and things like that that are constantly shifting. So we really have to keep our, our ear to the ground and, and stay up to date with what's going on as far as those regulations go. Yeah, it's, a, it's such a dynamic space and it can it can be both kind of challenging. It can create a lot of problems. It also creates a lot of opportunities if you can figure out how to you know navigate those things effectively and, and create you know, strong programs, um, to, you know, to build audience, build, build awareness, uh, you know, there's in those challenges lies, uh, you know, innovation. So interesting. So tell us a little bit about you know, branding process. You know, when you, when you sit down with uh, a cannabis company, what is, what is it you're looking to do? What does the process look like? What questions are you asking? How do you help them really kind of figure out what their brand is and how they're going to message it and tell the story? Sure. Well, so as a web design focused agency, we don't really do branding in house anymore. We we did initially. My background was in branding and and graphic design. So, but when we sit down with a client that's looking for us to build a website, mm-hmm. you know, the first thing we ask is, is make sure that there is a full brand guideline built out. And you know, at this point in our career, we we really strive to work with companies that either are willing to go the extra mile and spend the extra money on a full built out brand guideline or, you know, have a already something in place that's strong that we feel is strong. And that's why we've, you know, partnered with companies like Potency, who we actually share an office with here in Portland. Um, they're a fantastic branding agency. And and so, you know, if we have a client come to us and they they don't have a brand, we're we're more than happy to pass them off to to our partners here to make sure that we get something that's that's really strong and visually appealing. Because uh, without that, you can't really build an, a full online presence. Yeah, and what goes into that present? I mean, when you when you're kind of figuring out what what are you looking to achieve via a website, you know, 
actions you want people to take, content you want them to interact with? What are some of the things you're looking at or, or strategies you're using to create an effective web presence? Yeah, you know, I'd say more recently, we've started to implement some things like conversational marketing on websites. So quizzes uh, for users, especially in the, the CBD world where, you know, uh, these companies are shipping to all 50, 50 states and sometimes even abroad. And there's still a, a knowledge gap. So I, th- I feel like a lot of the things that we're doing now with web design are making it so that a less experienced user feels more confident and, and has more trust in a brand on their website, as opposed to just saying, you know, here's our CBD products, buy them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can have a nice brand, but if you don't build trust with a consumer, you're going to have a hard time converting those sales. Yeah. And if you're, uh, you know, I guess, and, you know, and any website's going to have certain challenges. When you start dealing with cannabis-based businesses, what are some of the, the things you need to think about to make it work for cannabis? In terms of, I don't know if it's like educating customers, if it's um, the fact that you're you're in this fairly new, evolving industry. What are some of the things that make it unique when you're dealing with cannabis-based uh, websites? Yeah, I mean, I would say you you hit the nail on the head. The educational aspect is huge. You know, I would also say for cannabis businesses, again, because there's so many people coming into the market, not only as retailers but but product brands. So really just having a differentiator and and really trying to create something that's dynamic and not not a static experience for them is, is really important. You know, on the, the, the less pretty back end of things, the other part of our business that we focus on is SEO. Mm-hmm. And that's something that is, you know, another piece of a of a marketing mix. So um, it's something that helps drive people to your website. And if you can get them to the website and capture them with, you know, whether that be conversational marketing or just a dynamic web experience, um, they're going to tend to, to stick with your product line uh, for the long term. And, you know, that's the ultimate goal is to build brand loyalty. Yeah. Talk to us about some of the educational pieces. I mean, I guess how how do you I'm assuming some of this is based on the customers they're trying to reach, right? If you're, you know, depending on the segment or the core customer or the ideal customer that the company has. But what are some of the kind of educational things that that you've been able to do online or examples of how you've used the web experience to to help with some kind of educational objective or educational component to the experience? Sure. So, I mean, I would say the easiest and most simple way that we educate people is through a blog. You know, we have content writers on staff. Our, Our lead content writer, Yelena, um, who's wonderful, is also the director of education at a wonderful dispensary here in Portland, Pharma, who's widely recognized as having this great education program. So um, a lot of times when we take on a client, not only are we writing their entire brand voice and all of the web page content, but we're making plans to um, continually blog and educate their consumers and whether that be you know with dosage and how to consume their products what goes into their products, you know, as far as just building that trust, like I I spoke of earlier, I think working with, with companies, and this is especially relevant to the CBD realm is that, you know, we're, we try and work with companies that care about where they're sourcing. And really, if possible, we try and work with companies that, that are vertically integrated. So they're farming the product, whether that be organically or not. Uh, Generally, most of our 
farmer clients are organic farmers. They're processing it or using a reputable source to process and they're making their products um, by hand. And, and so I think those types of customers that, that, um, have that vertical integration and care deeply about the plant and the products that they're putting out, that's ultimately one of the best ways to, to, uh, relate to a customer and build trust. Got it. Got it. And so some of the other platforms and stuff you're working on, I'm assuming, um, uh, you know, the, the website is just one kind of part of, um, you know, a digital presence. How do you, I guess, to what extent are you looking at, you know, other platforms or other, other ways that, you know, a brand is going to show up or interact? What are some strategies or, or some things you've learned about how to, how to effectively work with, with a kind of broader digital presence for a brand? Sure. So, you know, there, there are some exciting new things happening um, outside of just web design and, and SEO. One of the big things that, that we're starting to see that's becoming available is programmatic advertising. And for those out there that are unfamiliar with that, it's essentially that big brother thing that happens sometimes <laughs> when you're talking about uh, something in particular and then you have an ad served to you on, you know, say a, a large mainstream website. Mm-hmm. Um you know, in the the CBD and even cannabis retail realm, they're starting to become these large uh, databases of users, um, anonymized users that allow a programmatic agency to design campaigns that are either location specific or even nationwide where we can serve digital ads uh, to potential clients. So we have a great partner that that we've just teamed up with up in Seattle um, called Programmetrics. They have a background uh, in cannabis as well, being that their their founders is an owner of dispensaries in in the Seattle area. So, you know, we've seen firsthand what the power of running ad campaigns like that is. Um, and I really think we're just right at the precipice of being able to utilize these more mainstream marketing avenues. Other than that, you know, obviously social has been huge for the entirety of the cannabis industry being, you know, recreational and in recreational states. Mm-hmm. But there's obviously restrictions on on social. So we're starting to see things open up a little bit. There's been, you know, you can sometimes get away with running advertising campaigns for CBD brands as long as you're not showing product or ingestion of product. So I think that things are starting to loosen up. And certainly I'm sure that has a lot to do with just all of the the newer regulations federally that we're seeing, like the Safe Banking Act. And mm-hmm. uh, just yesterday we're, we had, you know, the, the uh the house passed kind of a preliminary measure on legalization. So I think as, as things change in, in legislative, the legislative branch where we're going to see things start to change as far as regulations and marketing. Yeah. Yeah. What are some things if a cannabis based business looking to build out a web presence? Uh, what are some of the questions that, you know, someone in that situation should ask themselves process they should do, you know, people they should talk to. Tell us a little bit about, you know, advice you give to folks that are looking to either build out or, or upgrade, revamp their web presence. Yeah. I mean, I would say that one of the first things I always tell uh, somebody, especially a startup trying to get into cannabis is that, um, you know, you have to spend the money on the brand and the web presence in order to really can have longevity. And, 
without those things, uh, with with the market saturation that we're seeing all across the country, I really think that that some of these startups that aren't putting money into these things are going to have a really hard time. We just we feel like branding is is such a core part of what creates good brand, you know, good brands, obviously yeah. need good branding. But, um, you know, we, we see that I feel that there's 85 to 90 percent of companies coming to market that really it appears as, as though they didn't spend the time or money. And ultimately, a consumer, whether or not they know anything about branding or websites, they are affected by by those choices by these companies. So when somebody does spend that money on the front end to create a brand, it's it's really powerful in the long run. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the SEO side. I mean, what uh, just give it give us a, a a quick you know basics on how SEO works, and then let's talk about it from how it can be leveraged for cannabis based companies. Um, what what sort of explain SEO in general, and then then we'll talk about cannabis. Yeah. So I mean, SEO as a just a basic concept is essentially optimizing a website so that it comes up more frequently in search. So we use a number of tools as well as a proprietary checklist for our SEO clients um, that just makes sure that the site runs really quickly, is not taking up too much server power for these search engines. And what ultimately happens is that when you when you build a really optimized site with great content, Google sees that it actually saves them server power so they rank you higher for key terms accordingly. So mm-hmm. it can be really powerful for especially cannabis retailers um, we have clients all over the country, dispensaries, uh, medical and recreational that utilize SEO. And, you know, ultimately it's it's kind of like the uh, the black sheep of the family of the marketing family. <laughs> it's not something that that is that is really it's not something that people think about when they're starting a business, I would say. But it is something that's really powerful. And it's one of the few marketing avenues where you actually have analytics to back up the ROI. So, you know, when you buy a billboard for your dispensary and say you pay $10,000 a month for it, you can't really justify what the ROI is on that spend unless you're asking every single customer that comes in, did you find us from the billboard? With SEO, you know, we can see traffic increases and we've even had a few dispensary owners that have come to us and said, hey, you know, our sales are up 50% in the last two weeks. And we look at their traffic numbers and they're also up 50%. So it's it's there is definitely some congruence between SEO and, and sales. Yeah. Yeah. Really kind of time together. And then so for cannabis companies, how can they kind of leverage this, you know, in terms of a, as a kind of a marketing tool? Well, I mean, truth be told, they can leverage it by just doing it in the first place. Uh, <laughs> I mean, truthfully, I, you know, our, our sales person has probably looked at, you know, 5,000 websites in cannabis and we kind of run them through an initial audit. And when it comes down to it, 95% of businesses are not utilizing SEO to the level that we do it. Um, some of them may do the, the kind of simple meta tags, alts, titles, and things of that nature, but they're not really doing the full optimization. And, you know, that it's disappointing, certainly, but it's also a huge advantage to companies that do utilize it. Yeah, yeah, I can see it, it really kind of differentiates you or will give you a strategic advantage if, if you make it a core part of your strategy. Yeah. Absolutely. Can you give us some examples of types of companies you've worked with, types of challenges you've 
you've overcome or you've you've um, sort of solutions that you've developed for companies using uh, web technologies? Sure. So, you know, as I as I mentioned earlier, we started out working with dispensaries and really focused on our kind of regional markets initially four years ago. And, you know, since then, we've worked with a number of different kinds of ancillary businesses, whether it be smoking technology companies, hemp consultants, a number of other, you know, even even a, a women's focused can, a medical marijuana doctor mm-hmm. uh, in Florida. So a number of different kinds of businesses. And then really over the last year and a half to two years as CBD has taken off, we've really shifted to that being a, a big core part of our business. So we still work with companies all over the country in different realms of cannabis, you know, even starting to get into, <laughs> we we actually recently branded and, and built a website for a another marketing company that's specific <laughs> to CBD. So, you know, kind of coming full circle there. Yeah. But, you know, some of the challenges and the things that we've overcome are just mostly related to, you know, building a portfolio. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people doing what we do mm-hmm. uh, now in cannabis. I would say four years ago when we started, there were only a few agencies focusing on cannabis and now we see them pop up regularly. So, you know, it took a while to to really build that portfolio and have that base underneath us. Um, that was one of the biggest challenges for us. For our businesses, it's it's just been constantly shifting our approach and how we recommend marketing services to our clients. Yeah. And what, what strategies are you using to market yourselves? I mean, what have you found as being effective in terms of actually reaching these cannabis companies and where are you finding them? What's the What are the channels that are working best for you? Well, certainly uh, our SEO is, is really yeah, top notch. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we get calls all day long from, yeah. from companies all over the country. You know, we also really invest heavily in content marketing. So we're always blogging and trying to, you know, give free information to these clients. We've had we've had people that are relatively new clients that have come to us and said, I've read most of your blogs. I just it was so helpful to me when I was thinking about starting this business. So we just focus on being a resource. We're not trying to, you know, our goal is to be a friendly customer service forward agency. And I think that that's what gets lost in a lot of other companies that are, that are like ours. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, tell us about what you see kind of going on in the industry at this point, you know, as everything's fairly dynamic, but what are the big ones that you're kind of you know, keeping keeping tabs on or or watching, you know, as they unfold, that you think are, are really going to drive uh, impact in business that you do, the business of your clients that you need to be aware of. Sure. Well, I mean, obviously, we're always keeping up with what's going on federally, legislation wise, but um, most of our focus now is is really getting into these new markets early. Mm-hmm. So the, the Michigans and the Illinois and the Missouris and, you know, as new states open up, there's obviously a huge need for our, what our company does. But beyond that, you know, we really, we try and explain to people because obviously 280E, are you familiar with that? I assume. Yeah. The banking issues around, uh, what you can deduct and not deduct. Right. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of companies are hesitant to spend marketing dollars on things that they, they're they not sure of or they don't know that much about. So our job is really to make sure that they understand that even though they can't write off this marketing expense like SEO or web design, that it's something that's really just, it's so important because 
you know, when you have a hundred thousand people visiting your website in, in a given month, um, having a good user experience and, and being able to educate and build that brand loyalty and awareness is just incredibly important. And it's something that I would say most business owners don't really have time to look at their Google analytics regularly, yeah. but it's, it's incredibly powerful. And, um, we just really try to be a, a resource for our clients. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fascinated uh, that you've kind of pivoted into this cannabis space and it's something, you know, we talk a lot or a fair amount on the program is, you know, companies that have, you know, that are product or service companies in other spaces, you know, somewhat adjacent or they, they see an opportunity to pivot into cannabis. And I'm just kind of curious, your experience, your your kind of takeaways from from having done that, what advice or what what thoughts would you give folks who are you know, in a in a product or, or service line that is not cannabis specific, uh, but they see an opportunity to kind of pivot or, or to create a, a cannabis version or to, to become a more cannabis focused company. What kind of worked for you? What didn't work for you? What were some of the challenges you had in, in terms of making that decision or making that pivot? And uh, what advice would you give to folks that are thinking about it? Well, I would say our pivot is is different than what I would you know suggest to a potential product or another service company or a retailer. But um, you know, our pivot was essentially again we started our agency and then uh, dispensary came to us. It wasn't as much of a pivot as hey, we need to to learn as much as we can about this industry because it was so new at that yeah. point. You know, Oregon had just legalized at the end of 2015. So we, you know, we had a lot to learn and we had a lot of research to do and certainly looked at our, you know, our peers and competitors and to see what they were doing. You know, as far as a products brand or a retailer, I would just say, take your time, do your research, see what what your competition is doing um, in the same way that we did, because Ultimately, you know, again, you want to set yourself apart and, you know, without taking that time and really having that forethought, it's really hard to make a splash. Yeah, yeah, I get it. If people want to find out more about you, about Sherpa, what's the best way to get that information? Yeah, so uh, you can find us online at www.workwithsherpa.com or on Instagram, uh, Sherpa Creative Agency. Um, and we're all on all the other platforms as well if you just search for Sherpa. And just a quick note, we're going to be co-sponsoring a big event at MJ Biz this yeah. year. So uh, that's going to be kind of our jump off point for our new brand. And we're really excited to uh, show people what we've got up our sleeves. Awesome. Kirk, this has been, it's been fun. It's been educational. I think this whole marketing brand, you know, web presence, uh, online commerce, like all that stuff is is big, and it's just going to get bigger for cannabis as this market matures, and and people are going to figure out how to how to conduct more business this way. So I appreciate the time; it's been educational. I thank you. Thanks so much, Bruce. You've been listening to Thinking Outside the Bud with business coach Bruce Eckfeld. To find a full list of podcast episodes, download the tools and worksheets, and access other great content. Visit the website at thinkingoutsidethebud.com. And don't forget to sign up for the free newsletter at thinkingoutsidethebud.com forward slash newsletter. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.